0: Oh, I am a huge fucking nerd That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd I like lots of books and
1: computers Cause I am a huge fucking
0: nerd One-of-a-kind shades made to order by VaporShades.com VaporShades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike Yours will be completely unique to you Check us out at VaporShades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE.
1: Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp,
1: it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. If you get a chance, go to my YouTube channel. I'm going to start updating. Uh, My producer, Vulture, is going to start pinning every single daily episode of the Tuttle Daily Podcast on my YouTube channel. So go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, Got a lot of great interviews up there. I have two shows up there at the moment. Plus my interview that I did with your uh what what you call oh your social media sherpa.com Shy Lee I had her on. A lot of people mixed reviews when it comes to Shai Lee. I thought she did an amazing job. I like somebody that can come on and and match my like excitement. My excitement level when I do this radio show. I like having people come in and bring the energy. I could, I could ask Lee one thing. Yeah, a lot of you people were saying, oh, Lee's talking way too much. No, hell, you know how hard it is sometimes when you have guests on? It's like pulling teeth during an interview. They'll give you like one-word answers, but no, shyly, she got the ball and took it to the house every time I went into a new topic. Uh, make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net, and While you're at it, check out my Reddit form, reddit.com. Just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So I thought things were dying down a little bit. Uh, If you haven't been listening to this show, I uh, had the cops called on me about three weekends ago here at the Hobo Fish Camp. And you know what? I was being nice again. I always call it the Hobo Fish Camp to protect the person. But everything that I'm saying is absolutely true. But the owner. John Mays of Riverwood Park, a couple of weeks ago, he got upset because I was using the Wi Fi. And he told me I couldn't do it anymore. And I was polite. I was polite as hell. Went over, told my dad, because out of respect, I wanted to say something, because this guy is nothing but a bully. That's it. He used to be a nice guy, but for something, something happened where, I don't know, his brain just got scrambled. And now he's just a dick to everybody. So I went and told my dad. My dad was like, all right, I'll talk to him in the morning. So I go up to the front office. I said, hey, my dad needs to speak to John. Can he come by this morning? Well, you know, my dad does not get around that well. So he was still inside. He doesn't like the cold weather right now. But we had the windows open. And I could hear John when he pulled up. And he he cursed at my mom. He said, I don't give a fuck if all three of you leave. Now, now, keep in mind, my parents have been here for 13 years. Has never missed a, a rent payment. I'm actually chipping in now. So he's keeping me from, from working at home. Do not know why. He said he needed it to be quiet in there. I was like, there, there's never anybody in here. And when there is people in there, I ask them, hey, is it going to bother you if, if I do a recording? So I came out. I didn't do anything physical. I didn't even get close to him. But I told him I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you talk to my mom that way. I know it's a very Southern thing. You, you, def- you gotta defend your honor of your fam- your kinfolk. kinfolks. folks, gotta defend their honor, and and I did. So he was gonna get me kicked out. He called the cops on me. Cops came out and said he didn't break any laws. So there's nothing we can do. This is a civil matter. So then he gave us uh, a 30-day eviction notice. Not happening. Not happening at all. Want to think? Uh, <laughs> My great, great lawyer, Mr. Leonard Calbron. I think that's how you say it. C-A-L-B-R-O-N. He's in Seminole County. He uh, specializes in tenant rights. The guy is so good at what he does. So, you know, bought us some time. I left Mr. Mays alone, letting things die down. I was sticking around at my house. Yeah, I was going up there and still using the Wi-Fi. Well, guess what he did yesterday? Guess what he did yesterday, people? He changed the password to the Wi-Fi. Did not even tell his manager, the one that runs the park, that he changed it. I had to tell him. Because I went to log in, download some stuff, some audio for the Tuttle Daily Podcast, and couldn't log on. Went in, I said, hey, when did you guys change the Wi-Fi password? And she was like, Karen was like, no, no, we, we didn't change I was like, oh, do, try to log on to your phone right now. After about three tries, she's like, holy crap, he." He did change the Wi-Fi password, and, and that's on him. That really is on him. This is nothing but retaliation. I mean, that's all it is. And, and tenants and landlords, landlords cannot be combative. They can't do things in retaliation just because they, they don't like something that you do. So this is what I'm going to do. The, the guy, I know for a fact, he didn't change the password. The guy, the guy can probably, uh, he can't even tie his own shoes. So I'm sure he had somebody do it for him. But the guy doesn't know anything about technology. And you know what I'm going to do? And, and I know it because he is very predictable. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to start recording on my camera phone. Act like I'm streaming and using the Wi-Fi. But I'm not really using the Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm just going to be recording on my phone. And you know what? I'm sure he's going to freak out. He's going to call the cops on me because he's like, oh, Tuttle, Tuttle hacked into my Wi-Fi. I don't know anything about that. I, I might be a nerd. I'm sure if I researched it enough, I could figure out how to get in there and break into his Wi-Fi. It's not like I'm trying to hack his system. just want to, you know, get a little uh, piggyback ride on the World Wide Web off of his Wi-Fi. So, yeah. What should I do? I, I would love to hear from you. 407-270-3044. Once again, thats seven zero three zero four four. Or you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Do Do I just let it rest? Do I let it die? Bide my parents the time that they need until all the snowbirds get out of here and my parents can actually find a good spot and a nice park? Because I, I'm like an elephant. I never forget and I can always come back to this. Right now, I'm unemployed. The last thing that you want is to be an enemy of mine. I'm, I'm just saying. And that's not a threat, people. It's it's not a threat at all. My retribution will come back legally. I'm not going to do anything against the law. I'm not going to physically threaten him. I've, I've only been in like one or two fights in my life. So I'm not one of those tough guys. And... And even when I try to act like a tough guy, it never comes off authentic. It, it just doesn't. You know, I, I can play a character, but that's just one character I cannot nail. Now, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a pussy or anything. I mean, you guys have seen through all the years of all the dumb stuff that I've done. But I'm very smart. And I'm patient. And I will. I will come back to this. I will play nice. Until my parents are able to find another spot. But guess what, buddy? Like I said, like an elephant, I do not forget and I'll come back to it. You know, at the entrance of the park right here, uh, it's on US One. They got that nice public sidewalk, which is public territory. And I'm going to exercise my First Amendment right. I've always had a fascination with advertising. And back in the day, 40s, 30s, 50s, whatever it may be, people used to walk with those old-style, like, sandwich boards. You put something on the front and on the back. Oh, yeah. And whatever I put on that that, that sandwich board is going to be the God-honest truth because my years of broadcasting have allowed me. It's given me a particular set of skills, like Liam Neeson and Taken. Yeah, guess what? I will do it. I know how to dance the line. I know how to go right up to that edge without jumping off. And it's going to be bad. (laughs) There is a lot of stuff that I know. And a lot of people around here know. But everybody is too afraid to stand up to this bully that is John Mays. And that's exactly what he is. He's nothing but a bully. And I hate bullies. I got bullied so much. I've got bullied through... My adolescent years, my early twenties, all through radio. I I've I have met so many radio bullies. And I'm not just talking about hosts. I'm I'm talking about co-hosts and other coworkers that you work with at a at a radio station or or a radio network. I'm not gonna call out any names because I'm I wanna be nice with everybody. But there's a lot of people I could call out, and I'm not gonna do it. But when you start messing with me and my personal life. Because that's the thing about it. I could have I I left radio. That was my choice to be there. And I guess it is our choice to be here at Riverwood Park, a.k.a. the Hobo Fish Camp. But right now is not a good time. We're, we're living in a pandemic right now. Both of my parents are elderly. Both have underlying health conditions. So I don't feel comfortable with moving them right now. Now, when all the snowbirds move out, And we can actually find a spot that they actually want at another place. Because that's the thing about it, people. There are so many other parks around this area that are half the price. The only thing this place has for it is the view. If you you have watched any of my videos on YouTube, you know the view that I'm talking about. Great fishing, great seawall, but that's all this place has. And is it worth double the price? I think this guy is actually trying to run this place into the ground. Because I think he can show the people or the family. And that's the thing about it. He only has this place because he married into it. And his wife passed away. The wife was an angel. I never had a chance to meet her. But everybody in the park talks about his wife before she passed away said that she would come and hang out, visit with people, was sociable. Not this guy. This guy is like Ebenezer Ethan Scrooge. Bah humbug this, bah humbug that. Does not want to be bothered. Does not care one single bit about any of the people that live here. And he's shown that. Because all he does is raise the rent and he, and he takes away. He takes, takes, takes. And he doesn't keep up with all the other stuff in the park until it's in disrepair. Yeah, the, the health department, they gave this dude a great cavity search. I mean, right in, no lube, dry. Was out here a couple of times to check the water stuff. And it wasn't great. You know, you, you want to know what the health department said? It's minimally okay. How is how is that okay, people? Like for real. How is just having Minimal drinking water. Nobody has drink the water here in years. People are afraid to even bathe in it. So what is that about? You just put a little bit of money into this park. This place would be the busiest goddamn place in Volusia County when it comes to RV and campers. This, you you would have to get on a waiting list for this place if you just update everything, fix the roads, get rid of the holes. What about that lady, because you refuse to pave the roads, and all those, like, shell and coquina shells that are sticking up out of the ground, that woman that tripped and broke her hip? Yeah, what about that one, John? Yeah, you would think that you would fix something like that so it doesn't happen again, but nope. Rocks, roots, holes everywhere. All the uh, land crab holes. Yeah, none of those are fixed. Cracked seawalls that are about to fall into the intercoastal Mosquito Lagoon. Nah, who cares? I want this place to be run into the ground so I can sell it off to a, a, a real estate place that wants to build condos in Oak no Hill. I'm not saying that that's true. That is just my opinion. I've heard rumors. Why else would you want to run, a, uh, run something like this? A gym. Why would you want to run a gym? not G-Y-M, Jim, G-E-M, into the ground because you have something that you cannot buy in the, its location and view. Let's go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash You will see all types of video of me fishing, and, and you'll understand what I'm saying. Plus, my mom and dad have a lot of friends here. You know, when you get older, you don't get out as much. You don't want to make new friends, but they're leaving anyways. I mean, there's no way that this place can be sustainable for for a couple more years unless something's done. And that's why. That's why I have the opinion that he's trying to run this mother effort into the ground. And now, like I said, he has got a world of trouble. Not physically, I'm not threatening him. They always got to back myself up because everybody's out to get you. They really are. They're just waiting for me to say something. For me to slip up, that's actionable. And I'm not going to give it to you. I am I'm smarter than that. Going to take a quick break. I'm sorry. I just had to go on that little bit of a rant. I'm probably just going to let it die. You know what? I'll go somewhere else to use the Wi-Fi. Give my parents the time that they need. But trust me. Trust me. I promise you. I will be coming back to this after my parents get to another location. And this is all over Wi-Fi. It is all over Wi-Fi. The guy just had to be a dick. And now that somebody stood up to him, he's throwing a fit. That's why he changed uh, the Wi-Fi password. Just a big fuck you Tuttle. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd? I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally? I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
0: Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO
1: Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. If you guys get a chance, follow me on social media. You can do it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Just search Tuttle. Tuddle with 2Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E. Make sure you go there, follow me. I'd like for you to engage with me. I love talking to the supporters. That's that's why I give out the the voicemail numbers. That's why I give out my email. I I try to reply back to everybody because I want to have that connection with the supporters of the content that I'm putting out. Because that does happen. And, And it's happened to me a little bit. You know, when, when I first started this podcast, I was replying to every single email that I ever got. And I'll admit, I do miss some. Like, I, I don't get to them or I just get caught up. And I apologize. I, I really apologize. Do not take offense. To because when the podcast first started, I didn't have as many people listening. I, I was just maybe three months removed from being on terrestrial radio. And, and I'm not there anymore. And I took a little bit of a break, and then I started back up. But time is money. Radio, radio is a business of time. It really is. I mean, you if you work at a real radio station where you got a program director, consultants, all that stuff around you, they're telling you, you got to make sure you got to hit the quarter hour. You got to be out by this. You don't want to go too long. This is how many songs you got to play an hour. That is, if you're not doing talk radio. So, yeah, it is time. Like, when we want to eat, and that's the other thing. I, I hear radio hosts bitching and complaining, oh, we don't get enough time to eat. Well, guys, come on. It's only four hours. Now, when I worked with the Monsters, we had to do five hours. Now, that is pushing it a little bit. But all radio hosts, all radio personalities are going to complain. Yeah, I, if you heard me sniffing, I got to take a shower today. I, I really do. I, look, I don't want you guys to think I'm dirty. I, I'm not at all. But during this pandemic, with me rarely ever leaving, now if I'm gonna go see a a girl, yeah, of course I'm gonna shower. If I'm going out and being around people, which that doesn't happen a lot right now in the t- 2020 pandemic year, but yeah, I shower. But you know, come on, I I let it go a couple of days. I I change clothes. I wash my face. I I do all that stuff. So it's not like I'm dirty, but I just caught a whiff of myself. You ever do that thing? Remember that Saturday Night Live character, the uh. Catholic schoolgirl, they used to go, super soft. Yeah, I did that whole stick my hand under my underarm and sniff it. I, I still smell deodorant, but I'm, I'm getting what little bit of manly smell that my body does produce. I, mean, I, I got to get back on track here. I really do. I, I do that sometimes, people. Uh, you got to understand that's just how my brain works. That's just who I am. Like, I will get random thoughts in my head, and I just need to get them out, and I get sidetracked. Plus, I didn't want you to call me out, because you always have to flank yourself when you work in radio and, and you give your opinions and stuff, because people are looking to bury you at a moment's notice. And when I made that sniffing smell, you most likely didn't even hear it. But that's just how my brain works. I've noticed that my paranoia... Paranoia? Yeah. My paranoia has gone through the roof during this pandemic. You know, I start reading news stories about people uh, getting desperate. People that are going to get kicked out of their house. They're, they're good people, not criminals. But I'm afraid. I, 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 guys, I'm not afraid afraid. But it, I, I like to be prepared. Why take chances with things? So I, I am a little paranoid. I'm going to get to some audio in a few, and and I'm going to talk about uh, somebody else that might be dealing with some paranoia. I'm just saying, it's just going to be jokes, not going to be attacking, because I'm trying to play nice with all radio people. See, I've done it again. I've I've gotten way off track. Back to what I really, really wanted to talk about when I started this segment, is that I watched the TV show, because a lot of people have been talking about it. And I don't know why we do this as people, uh, especially the people that don't want to be a part of the masses, the cool group, the in crowd, Uh, because sometimes I will see people talking about a show non effing stop on social media. I'm like, you know what? I'm not I'm I'm refusing to watch Tiger King because everybody's talking about Tiger King. And that's why I also don't like rely on the critics as well either. Because do they really know what I like? I'll give you another example, okay? The Morning Show with Steve Carell and Reese Witherspoon and uh, what, what's her name? The one that was married to Brad Pitt, Jennifer Anderson. I, I thought that one. Everybody was talking about The Morning Show. And guess what? I watched it, I loved it. I loved that show and I cannot wait for it to come back. So do yourself a favor. If you're a fan of radio or, or TV news personalities, and you want to know what it's really like, I mean, check out that show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a little bit tiny, maybe a half of a percent soap opera But for the most part, it seems really, really real because I've, I've worked in those settings, and it's true to the game. It really is. As soon as you walk out the door, other people that you think are your friends are talking shit about you. And it's it's happening. Even though you don't think it is, it's happening. And then another show that I fought back on was The Queen's Gambit. And once again, I, uh, I was wrong. I loved The Queen's Gambit. It was so amazing. And I also like those shows because I, I don't get, a, get to watch a lot of stuff that me and my parents both like. I know that I got a movie coming up that me and my dad will be able to watch. That uh, News of the World with Tom Hanks, that Western. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to watch that one. But I watched The Queen's Gambit with my mom, and it was great. It was something to look forward to. You got to understand, people like myself, bipolar, manic depressives, they look forward to things. Even though they might be the most simple things, just those things that you're looking forward to. Uh, People like me are creatures of habit, OCD, ADHD-type people. So I look forward to, every morning, because we would never watch two episodes in one day. We, we try to stretch it out for every single morning. Get up, uh, get my coffee. Don't, not a big coffee drinker. Uh, scramble my eggs. Get my oatmeal. And then we'll sit down and we'll watch uh, The Queen's Gambit. Now, uh, uh, one of the other shows that everybody's been talking about, and I, and I fought it. But I, I rented, not rented, I bought season one of Euphoria on HBO. Now, guys, I, the, the reason I even gave it a chance is HBO has not done a lot wrong. I mean, HBO with The Sopranos, and I still think, because there's been some other big shows, but The Sopranos is still one of those iconic shows that everybody watched. Because before The Sopranos, everybody was watching network TV. If you wanted to be in front of a big audience, network tv the people were not gonna pay for a subscription for hbo just to watch the sopranos but guess what the sopranos was so good people bought hbo and the other thing about hbo hbo does not give a fuck. they really don't because it's a paid subscription service they show everything gore sexual stuff abuse Whatever it may be, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, they will show every single thing. But I checked out the the TV show Euphoria, and I got to tell you, it it made me very, very uncomfortable. And like uh, you know me, I support freedom of speech, uh freedom of expression, whatever it may be. So I have I, I know I shouldn't have a problem, but. You also got to understand, I am a victim of childhood trauma. Stuff happened to me in in my early years. And guys, I know I've been teasing that. And I I think about it every single day. I I think about how I can talk about this. Because it's a very sensitive subject. I will say this because I don't want any of you guys to think, none of it had to do with my mom and dad. It didn't. So. That's that's all I feel comfortable talking about, but I've also dealt with mental illness, and watching this show, and watching people go through what they're going through. Because I, I'm part of a Generation X. We feel we've always talked about this. We we always think our generation that we're in had it the hardest, but we're still the best. Because the Generation X people that that was the beginning of. Uh, A couple of different scenarios that hadn't been happening in a while. Uh, Both parents were either working, because before that, uh, I guess with the baby boomers, the the mom would always stay at home to take care of the kids. And I don't want you guys to think I'm one of those chauvinistic uh, uh, woman, uh, manly men, hating women. No, I'm not. But that's just how it used to be. But then with Generation X, it was more of both parents were having to work, divorce rate was the highest it had ever been in the United States. So a lot of these kids had to take care of themselves. Those are, they used to call us the slacker generation as well, too. But that was one of the first generations where kids growing up were free range. They were free range, and they just let you do what you needed to do. What you looking at, John? Driving by. Like you're, you're, you're crip rolling right by my fifth wheel here. And you got your maintenance guy with you. All right. So I, I got to get back to it. But with Generation X, we had to deal with that. And now it's gotten, now the kids today, because I'm sure a lot of Gen Xers uh, had young, uh, had kids when they were young. So now the generation, because this movie Euphoria, uh, the, uh, Zendaya. And if you don't know who Zendaya is, she plays the character Rue on Euphoria. And they start off the show, which I I think is really, really interesting. But it's also kind of pointless because uh, they start off the show and she's a little baby. But she's narrating over the top of the video of her being born. And she talks about being born three days after 9-11. Now, I mean, it's still a bad thing either way, but you were a baby. You don't have to deal with the freshness of that trauma that is related to 9-11. But I, I, I kind of thought it was interesting. But the more it goes on and on and on, uh, and I'm not going to blow stuff. but she's having mental problems. She's being over-prescribed medicine. And at a young age, when, when you see that, and that's what you know, you think taking pills isn't a bad thing. You're like, I take pills all the time to help me. And if this Xanax or this Op 60 Oxycontin 60 milligram is gonna help me out, you know what? I'm gonna take it because I take that other stuff to make me feel good. So what is the difference between that and this Oxy 60 that I'm about to take? But Zendaya, and if you don't know who Zendaya is, if you guys are nerds like I am, uh, she played MJ in the new Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. And that, that's the other thing. Uh, a lot of people are like, because here, I'll give you the first reaction. When I, when I was watching the first Spider-Man, I heard in the back. Now, keep in mind, the movie theater that I go to is in a very, very small area of Volusia County. It's an AMC. I was watching that. And when they called Zendaya MJ for the first time, he was like, what the fuck? MJ's white. How could she be black? I kid you not, people. I heard that. I had no problem with it. Actually, you know what? I was like, Marvel, I love your swagger that you're going to shock jock us all with doing that. And I got no problem with it. She is amazing in all the Spider-Man movies she's been in. But this movie, Euphoria, she starts self-medicating. And a lot of you people want to look down on people that do drugs. Yeah, it sucks. It's bad. But you guys look at them as a lower class of people. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, people. And that's the other thing. People don't understand mental illness. People think, oh, just be happy. Why can't you be happy? It's life. And, you, and people are right. We should be happy. You have a better chance of b- winning the lottery than being born as a human on planet Earth. I mean, look it up, people. It is the truth. But that's not how people like myself and other people's brains work. We want to be happy, but we we hate. We hate dealing with life, and we take medication. We self-medicate with legal substances, cigarettes and alcohol, and then you know we, we move on to weed. And please don't think I'm calling weed a gateway drug because it's not. But we do whatever we have to do. We'll, we'll swallow or take anything just to take the edge off of just living life. And that's, this, that is why I had a hard time. I do not get uncomfortable when it comes to watching TV shows, but I was uncomfortable with this one. And do you remember earlier when I said HBO does not give a fuck? They do not give a fuck with this show. And... I know that I'm kind of overthinking this whole thing. I don't know if you guys remember like when Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, got in trouble because he had artwork. Uh, It could have been drawings, paintings, animation, whatever it may be. But it was... The topic of it was women, underage girls, getting sex... I know that sounds weird, getting sex. I sound like Borat right there, but having sexual sexual relations with somebody underage. Now that that's weird, is it sick? Yes, it is sick as hell. I I wouldn't want to look at stuff like that. But that all goes back to the First Amendment. If they're just paintings and they're just characters, non-fictional uh, uh, characters, so. Why? How is that a crime? There's no real underage people that have been taken advantage of here, have not been raped or sexually assaulted. No, because they're not real. And the reason I bring that up is because in this show, Euphoria, uh, there is a lot of scenarios where it is showing nudity of characters that are under 18, but the actors that are playing them are over 18. Does so if they're gonna bust Pee-Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, and, and hassle him over something like that, what's the deal with this one? And I know that the the actors playing these characters that are minors, it, it's legal. But see, people a lot of people don't realize this. And I don't want people to think that there's not underage kitty porn online because there is. I haven't seen it, but it's there. You you hear about the bus all the time. You hear about Grady Judd. But what I what I'm trying to say is most of the porn you see out there because there are there are those like groups out there. Like if you go to a, a Pornhub, there is a teen section. Now you got to realize that the actors in those pornographic films are of age, but they are playing characters that are underage. And I'm, I'm not one of those stuck-up people, but it, is it wrong for me to think, oh, man, that's, that's a little uncomfortable? I'll, I'll relate it to this. Okay, guys. TikTok. I don't post a lot of stuff on TikTok, but guess what? I try to find audio bits or audio clips that I can use for my podcast. And I get uncomfortable because it's it's harder nowadays to determine the people that are right at that edge like 18. Can you as a person I sounded like Cosby right there. Do you What but what I'm trying to say is that can you really I did it again there. Can you really determine the difference between an 18-year-old—well, 18, 18 is legal. All right, 17. Can you tell the difference between a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old? No, you can't. You, you really can't. But it's just uncomfortable watching a show where of-age people are playing minor, minors in real life that are in sexual uh, scenarios and nudity. What, what's the difference between that and Pee Wee Herman getting busted for having animation or paintings, drawings, whatever it may be, of underage people uh, on paper? I, I don't see any difference at all. So that's why the show made me uncomfortable. But goddamn, there is a scene, and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but, well, it's not going to ruin the plot line. And if you haven't said, Euphoria's been out for a while. You know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm talking about it. But there is a scene, and they still haven't talked about how old the students are. Could be 16 or 17. But this girl that's new to the suburbs goes and meets up with an older guy online and meets him at a hotel room. Now, this is where I get back to HBO not giving an F about anything. They show the dad because, oh, the guy's name, you know, when when the girl met the dude online, his name was Dominant Daddy. in HBO, once again, back to that, they just don't give an up. And it was graphic as hell. Listen, not only did they show a penis, they showed an erect penis. It was a little blurry. I guess they couldn't show a crystal clear penis penis but this penis was erect and this old dude was pitting on a condom right before he treated this underage girl like uh, like a sex slave was very physical very rough and it was so uncomfortable and i don't want you to think i'm one of those like prudes or or like i'm a, i'm a pussy or anything no that's that's not the case but you got to understand back to with all the stuff that I've been through. And I hope you can see the correlation that I'm making between Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, and having artwork, not real people, drawings of fictional characters that are underage with adults. They they claim that Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, had child pornography. What is the difference between what Paul Rubens did in HBO? I know that those people are above age. They are legal, but they're playing characters that are 15, 16, 17. And it shows an old dude pinning a condom on his erect penis and just ravaging this minor. I hope you guys can see the problem. Not trying to be one of those conservatives. Got to get rid of all the smut and the pornography. No, there's a place for that. Protected by the First Amendment. And I think Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, and HBO in the show Euphoria uh, shouldn't get hassled at all. They are playing by the rules. But why is there a double standard? We all have to get on the same motherfucking page. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast I can almost guarantee if somebody listened to today's show for the first time, they're going to be like, oh, my God, this guy is political guy. This guy is your stuck up a.m. talk show type political talk show. Host. And that's not the case. I, I love to get a, Get into fun. I my goal as a content provider is to give you guys a little bit of a release. But I, I also think that it's imperative to talk about serious issues on an occasional basis and still try to make it entertaining. You know, I started off with the stuff that I'm having problems with the landlord and and euphoria. I probably most likely sound like a conservative talk show host the way that I've been talking today. But I'm going to get into another one. You know what? Might as well go with the flow. Sell the gimmick. That's what I'm going to do. But... In high school testing right now, everybody's—it's either math and English, English math. All these teachers care about is getting that passing grade on the uh, the comp or the competency test or whatever they call it, ACT, HSCT. I, I could be way off. I haven't been to school in twenty years. So what I'm trying to say is they don't teach other important life skills. And in history, history is so important. History is how we learn about the mistakes from our past to to take care of things so we don't make those same mistakes everybody wants to talk about medical advancements being the reason that life expectancy has gone up no it's not it's from people learning from the mistakes not making the same stupid mistakes as our ancestors did and that's why people are living long but i i found this clip and i wish the the audio was greater but I guess they've been getting on that uh, Omegle where they can go on there and ask questions to people randomly. I think it might be like a chat roulette type deal. But uh, this guy asked him, Name me five countries. Now, is it me? I know that I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I, I I could easily name you. Five countries. Right off the top of my head with no issues at all. But this guy went on Omegle and was asking... All these. Hey, name, name me five countries. Nobody could do it, and it made me sad. It actually kind of depressed me, because everybody's talking about uh, Americans. And by the way, these are all Americans. America is the greatest country in the world. Well, do you do you realize we're raising a lot of dumb people right now? We are, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a shock jock, but that's going to catch up to us, because the more dumb people that we are turning out the more dumb our country is going to be. And then it's going to be dumb people raising dumb people. Do we, do we really want that? But none of these people. It, it's actually really depressing to hear this audio. It's been a while since I've done this, but let's ask 100 U.S. citizens to name five countries. Let's go. Can you name five countries? Yep. Go for
0: it. Africa?
1: Okay. In this woman's case, would it have been better for her to answer, I don't know. Just say, I don't know. But does it make her look more dumb that she said Africa, when Africa is not a country, it's a motherfucking uh, continent? I think she would have been better off by just saying, I don't know. Can I name five countries? Yeah. No? <laughs> name five countries. Countries? Africa? No, that's no, that... <laughs> well, not including Is there the another one? What? There are 195 are
0: you countries. From a are you from a country?
1: Can you name five countries? <laughs> Probably not. Can you name five countries? <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, Florida, okay, what, what, and like... this is just another example of how my brain works. Before I got into radio, I believed everything I heard on the radio. I believed all the bits were real. None of it was set up. But then when I got into radio, I was kind of bummed out because now I can't enjoy radio, and that's how I believe. But I'm also holding out hope that this whole bit was set up. I, it, I pray to God that it was set up because we are in a lot of trouble. As as a country, we are no, we're, we're not going to be on top for very, very long. Because if this is the next generation and somebody asks you to name countries and you name states in the United States of America, we are doomed. Let's just burn this mother effort down. No, no, no. Uh, is Africa? Yeah. Peru, Brazil, Colombia, Chile, Argentina. Where are you from? Peru. Even more proof. The only person that could name five countries was somebody that wasn't American. Even Peru. Peru is going to be a bigger superpower than the United States of America. What is going on? Like, seriously. I, it kind of really, if I'm just being real, makes me depressed. And I'm going to go out on that note. I want to thank everybody for listening to today's show. Uh, check out my website, Tuttle.net. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are being safe. And I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>
0: concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast
1: hey yo terry what's going on